0: One of the most requested topics that we get, particularly from our niche community members, is about time management. This feels like an impossible topic to discuss, primarily because it takes practice and dedication for someone to actually make a difference in how they approach their daily tasks.
1: It's easy to feel busy, but not productive. Unfortunately, so many people also are conditioned to feel that being quote too busy for hobbies or personal life is bragworthy. I will happily admit that I am a recovering pressure player or addict of stress if you will. I would get this like very sick high out of taking on the world and doing all the things while letting my personal life or my health fall by the wayside. It's super common in entrepreneurship so if that sounds familiar this episode is definitely for you. We pride ourselves on presenting those disruptive concepts. And we truly believe that you can have the business and the personal life you want if you apply some task batching, prioritization, and outsourcing where necessary. So if you want to regain control of your days, stay tuned. We're going to walk through all the steps to manage your business and feel more in control of your days.
0: Hey, it's your travel industry best friends, Robin and Jen from Teek.
1: We're obsessed with practically anything that touches your business and allows you to scale to the level of success that you've always dreamt of.
0: With Robin's background in sales and marketing and Jennifer's
1: experience as a management-level HR professional,
0: we grew a small itinerary creation company into a multi-million dollar travel agency, and now we aim to help others skip the hard stuff and get right to the big wins.
1: We're probably each recording this holding a glass of wine, so pour one up with us, grab a seat, and join us to talk all things travel and business.
0: Okay. So I think one of the most common things with travel advisors is that we love being service oriented. And I think that it comes at a cost of your sanity. A lot of the time, people that are service oriented and they want to give, give, give it's absolutely fulfillment based. So don't get me wrong on that. But there comes a point where I was seeking this like affirmation from the wrong places. Like I was seeking affirmation from my clients over my own happiness or affirmation of my friends being present for them or my spouse being present for him. Like I, and I think that we're not alone in this.
1: No, definitely not. And I don't think it's just like, For the travel industry, I think it's just honestly owning a small business. Like it is very, a lot of people who go into small business, they have that drive to like be the best to grow their business. And like, then it's, it's that one track. Like I want to get to the top. But what's unique about the travel industry, unlike other industries, is that it is a very reactive business at times. Like the world changes on a dime things happen that really disrupt people's travel plans. And it's on you to help mediate those problems when like, those those are tricky. When branding, like nobody's world is going to shatter to the ground over the weekend because their brand colors are off by a shade. You know what I mean? But when we were in travel, it was like, no, I absolutely do need to rebook you that grease ferry because you missed it or it got canceled or I need to find a solution here. And I think I don't know, it leads to this like oh like reactivity and all of that. And so because that reactivity is it's not something you're gonna be able to get rid of completely, like using a DMC is great, like, but you can't get rid of that. However, you can organize your back-end business and those tasks that are not reactive, such as like admin or marketing, in a way that you are able to Put the brain space where it needs to be when that those situations arise. Like I think there's a fully a way to organize your business and you know, outsource or automate in ways where the mundane goes away so that you are present when those emergency hiccups arise. Cause they will arise. Like I'm not gonna sit here and be like, oh yeah, like here's all the ways that you can fully protect your boundaries because sometimes like you can't because of the situation. There's at this current time, there's unrest in Israel. What does that mean for flights right now? Like all of these things going on. does it mean
0: for people going to Egypt? What does it mean? Right. For, like it just causes unrest with anyone traveling because of the what ifs of the world. Like there's this dis-ease about it. 100%.
1: That's my two cents on it. Some people get very weird about automating or they, they feel strange letting go of certain tasks because they, yeah. they want to own them. But in, in the travel world, if you are going to, you know, Be there for your family, be there for your spouse. I think it's imperative that you are able to recognize the tasks that need you and recognize the tasks that do not need you and can be figured out another way.
0: It's ultimately feeling like you need to be in control. And I I think that when we cannot control everything in travel, we displace that desire for control. So we start to control everything else around us. And that resonates with me because I would be like, on a Saturday, someone would invite me to come watch a football game. And I'm like, no, I have to stay near my computer. I have to stay near my phone in case something happens. And it's like, first of all, you're preparing for the worst before it even happens. You're conditioning your body to constantly be in fight or flight. Like That is such a bad way for your nervous system to just be at all times. There's no rest. But also, I was starting to use busy as a badge of honor, and I was truly like a productivity addict. What do dinner reservations, spa bookings, and sourcing one-off hotels outside your scope all have in common? You don't ever have to do them again. No, seriously. That's what Lucia is for. Lucia is a freelancer marketplace where you can outsource items on your to-do list on a task-per-task basis. All freelancers are sourced from within the travel industry. So if you're wondering, will they get it? They will. For a $57 discount on your annual membership, head on over to the show notes and join Lucia today. I would be like, I have to stay home on Saturday, and I'm going to do all my Travify because I didn't have time to do it during the weekday. Well, first of all, I'm not the only person in the world that can input an itinerary into a digital software system. What I could have been doing is I could have been outsourcing that task, or I could have been simplifying my process in another way. I could have been outsourcing something else or automating something else. And I started to like hide behind it. And I think this is a little bit common post COVID too, where we became very, the introverts became more introverted. (laughs) Like it really brought out the negative parts of introversion for me because I started to feel a little too cozy inside my house and wanting to be in my house all the time. But I don't know. This is a totally random tangent, but I watch blue zones on Netflix. And one of the main components of longevity is a sense of community. And there's like not one blue zone in the world that doesn't rely on community for a longer duration of life. And that really put a spotlight on like the bad habits that I was creating where I was like, I've ostracized myself. I've become too busy for people. They've stopped asking me for help. They've stopped asking me for my companionship. And when they do reach out, they'll say, I know you're so busy, but, and that is the most, I just got goosebumps because my body like physically (laughs) has a reaction to that comment. Because what I did was I told everyone else in the world that they are less important than my work. And guess what? I can't take my computer to my deathbed.
1: Dang. That was a,
0: Tooth bomb for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Early on in the episode, we're getting deep and philosophical. So I guess I say all of that to like, really, if you think like, I'm too busy for or I don't want a time batch because my day isn't predictable. Like, this episode is to challenge that way of thought because it is so easy to... Put yourself in this isolation corner in this business because there's no off button. It's not like any other industry, even physicians who carry so much stress. And I'm not minimizing that at all, but like they are on call and then they are off call, but we put that amount of stress on ourselves. Cause I all think it's like relative, right? Like we create the level of stress we put that on ourselves and then we never give ourselves an opportunity for an off switch. We won't even take a true vacation. We'll turn it into a fam. So it's just like, give yourself permission to take Saturday for yourself. There's one niche member that like, she hadn't gone golfing with her friends that she said people stopped asking her to go golfing. And we were like, make the tea time. That's your goal for this quarter. Make a tea time. Because once you get back into it, you do start to remember like, Oh, this does fill my cup, and I'm a better professional. I'm a better mom. I'm a better friend. Whatever it is, because you're making time for yourself. I
1: think as business owners too, like business is fun. Like I very much enjoy my work. Like, and I'm very grateful for that. I know not everyone enjoys their job. I did not in corporate America. So working my for myself is so fulfilling. And like being in the weeds, you know, doing all these things, creating these services, like it's it's a fun thing. But at the same time, it's, if you're always working and that was my excuse, like I work, but it's a fun, it's fun. I love doing this. Like I love working, but if I didn't create like white space in my day, if I didn't take time off, if I didn't hang out with friends and just like completely recharge my battery, like burnout crept in exhaustion, all of a sudden <laughs> the smallest client issue became like a global meltdown because I was super reactive and less. Okay, let's take a pause. Let's be a human. Like, let's go back to like, you know, get outside of our work bubble. I think it's just so powerful because when we are so ingrained in our tasks and we're so ingrained in our business and we don't take that time away, all of a sudden the creativity goes down, the ability to react and process and the patience with people goes down, all of these things. And then you're not as good at your job. And I fully believe that. Like when I am working nonstop. And up late at night or up early in the morning doing all these things. I'm not as good of a manager. I'm not as good of a designer. Like, I'm not as good at whatever I'm doing because I'm just draining my battery without recharging. So, there are moments of push, I will say, in business, like going through and we're doing a new website right now. So, like, there's some push that needs to happen. However, like preparing for that push and knowing that that push is coming allows me to batch tasks in advance. So that I can like sit down and do those little pushes.
0: Yeah. Okay. So that takes us to all of that to prepare you for the steps that we we feel like will help anyone, but travel advisors specifically, obviously, is the audience we're going to speak to here. The first step is to understand your your must do responsibilities. Like, what are the things in your business that that must get done? I would almost put it in a column system. I think this would be a great way to organize your day. And we haven't even gotten to that part yet, but a column system of like must do, would like to do um, kind of like a luxury to do. Like if I get this done, this is really the cherry on top of my day. But I think all of that starts with, you have to make a master list of everything that you have to do in your business. And then from there, you can decide what is not necessary for your time that you could outsource. And we actually created this at one point that was like, keep outsource. What was that spreadsheet that we made one time? It's it was- like our
1: do delegate or dump spreadsheet. Yeah. It's inside of our agency expansion academy program. But no, I love that. I created when I was in travel, I had a every single day, there was a to do list. And it was an all day event on my calendar. This is before we now we're like high in ClickUp. So I don't need this anymore. But for anybody who's like, I work by myself, and I just need something this worked for me. And it was a to do all day little to do calendar event. And inside of the notes, I had three lists must do want to do should do type of thing. So it's like, what has to get done today, what I want to get done, and then what can ultimately be put off for for tomorrow, but I still want to see it to remember that is there. And every single day I would just update it. And then, you know, the next day would come and I'd copy and paste whatever I didn't get done over to the next day's event. And it was just like always on my calendar, which was nice because on my phone, on the go, it was really good because I was traveling a lot, like to easily be able to have that one space where I would put things in.
0: I mean, I think the point of what you just said though, is that there's always going to be something to do. Like it is such a, it really does mess with your mind, but this is all business, right? Like every business, there's always going to be something you could be doing or you should be doing. So it boils down to what do you need to do and putting personal time into that bucket, I think is actually essential. Otherwise you won't get to it. Like you'll always make an excuse to push off the the personal. This is a very American problem, you know? (laughs) The rest of the world has flipped the two, right? They're like, I must do family and friends. I should do work. And it's like, I don't want to say the rest of the world, obviously, but I I do love the European approach to life where it is very like life first. You work to live, not live to work that is the goal in entrepreneurship for a lot of people. And then what you failed to realize is now you went from a 40-hour work week to an 80-hour work week. Yeah, they're like, I wanted
1: to work for myself. And it's like, well, who knew working for yourself was never stopping working?
0: (laughs) And then you realize, oh, I gave this up so I didn't have a boss. But then you failed to put in boundaries and your clients are your boss. So now you have 100 bosses that all have different expectations (laughs) instead of having one. And it's like, first of all, some people get into this and they realize like, actually, I loved a corporate structure more like that served me better. I would actually do better as maybe a client experience manager for a travel advisor because I love being in travel. Or I don't know if you're in it for the creativity, maybe you're in it more for like a blogging aspect and you find a way to monetize that as a lifestyle brand. But Travel advising in itself is all-consuming, and we have to find ways to contain it. I think that goes into the next step that you're going to touch on is we already kind of broached this subject, but categorization of how to approach your day. Once you have that master list of everything that you do in your business.
1: Yeah, again, the must-dos that are like on you. When your brain is bouncing from like a marketing task and batching a post to a trip task where it's, you know, booking a dinner reservation, those are like two different things, right? Like that's super creative versus pretty mundane and easy to make a reservation, so to speak. So when I do these, I categorize the day by the type of tasks I have. And for me personally, everyone is different. This kind of comes with knowing yourself as well. When I'm figuring out what like i'm doing that day and the order of things i'm most creative in the morning and at night like so the middle of the day the sandwich of my day like between 11 to 2 is pretty much like i need to take a step back from anything Caption related copywriting website design, just because I need to go do a different task to like segment my brain. So, if that's you or you're more creative in the morning, and then the later half of your day is more mundane tasks, I think it's really important that you, when you are categorizing, you kind of know that about yourself because it it wastes brain calories. I tell the team this before, but like you only have so many brain calories per day that your brain will like do, like (laughs) you burn. (laughs) I think it's like 600 or something but you only have so many brain calories so it's like by optimizing when those brain calories are needing to be on and firing I'm able to make the best use of my time instead of just staring at the show and you know looking at the website and being like what do I need to design next it's easier for me to be like okay well now I'm tapped with that so I'm going to task over here to this other little list quick to get those things done and then typically by then I'm able to come back and I'm like okay cool now I have a better idea so Categorization is huge. We obviously use ClickUp. It's amazing. We worked with Jenna. I know a lot of our um, followers have worked with Jenna too lately on their ClickUp builds. And I I love that so much. But um, ClickUp allows us to see these tasks by department, especially because we have a team. A lot of our projects now are delegated out to various members of the team. And it kind of keeps everything in one space for us so that we know what needs to be accomplished when.
0: I would always, unfortunately, like I'm telling that myself here, but I would do my Travify on the weekends because I loved having my coffee and everyone's schedule is different, right? Like maybe I wanted to do something on Tuesday. So I was like, I'm willing to work on Saturday because I want to work on Tuesday. That wasn't the case at this time. And I recognize that now and I'm much better at time batching now than I was when I was in the thick of it. But I was also trying to manage the agency teak and booking travel. And that really obviously... Had a lot of overflow, but I loved the mindless tasks on a Saturday, like inputting into Travify or creating welcome letters for the hotel rooms or asking for dinner reservations because I would have my coffee and I would put on like a cheesy Hallmark movie if it's the holidays, (laughs) you know, like kind of. Set the tone that would allow me to still relax and enjoy my time, but do the creative, fun, light things in a space where it wasn't like I would get pulled away for, you know, an email that came through from a supplier or something like that. I find that when I would do all my calls on, I did my calls on Mondays, Wednesdays. I think I only did two days a week in the end. And I would just back to back them because I, I got it down to where my intake calls were about 15 to 20 minutes. Cause I had a pretty thorough questionnaire. I find that I was so much more productive and faster to get proposals out because I could take the information on Monday. I would write my notes right into travel joy, save them there, but copy and paste them into an email to the supplier, send it off for the proposal. If it was a wholesaler, I would have that proposal back in a day, two days, and I could sync it directly with Travify, which made it even easier. But if it was a DMC in an ideal world, I'm getting it back within the next five to seven days. And so it just kept things rocking and rolling. When I batched my calls, it almost held me accountable for batching other parts of my business because I didn't have time to service the sale on the days that I had calls. And that way by Friday, I would follow up with anyone that hadn't submitted any payments because people get paid on Friday. They're more likely to submit a payment on Friday. And it left my my Fridays free to follow up or to remind people like, hey, if you have time this weekend to review this proposal, it just kept it top of mind. So I always kept my Fridays free for like tying up loose ends. I never did calls on Fridays because I don't think that anyone wants to do a call on a Friday anyway. Their brain space isn't there. And I needed it to also like tie up my weekend and do audits to make sure anyone traveling over the weekend had all the information they needed in their Travify, in their email, because I didn't want to get a call over the weekend if I could prepare my clients and empower them with enough information that they didn't need me. And that's where we started to make a lot of shifts in our business was like really empowering the client when they're in travel to have all the resources they need. So When you have this like marriage of batching your tasks and empowering your clients, you start to get in a really like group, like a groove. I I don't want to say a plateau of peace because it's never a plateau of peace, but like you start to definitely get into a groove where you can forecast a little bit more what your days are going to look like. You can. Feel confident that your clients know how to handle situations, which is always a better feeling. That's not to say, again, that emergencies aren't going to arise. Like fires happen, hurricanes happen, wars happen. But those things hopefully are fewer and farther between than a delayed flight when you've empowered your client with all of the information. And I, I, I just think ultimately a lot of this comes down to having the right systems in place, which is a whole different topic.
1: 100%. I think your system really can make or break that piece. And when we switched, and again, we, we love TravelJoy, everyone I'm feeling like knows that now. But when we made that switch from our previous CRM to TravelJoy, it felt more... I don't know what the automations and like the the canned email templates, like all of the templatization honestly is what changed the game for us. Cause I don't think it had the automation capabilities as robust as it has now, but when we started at least, and I mean that was just huge because it allows you to be more organized and whether you find yourself to be an organized person or not, you need to be organized when it comes to client tasks and like keeping everything in one place. Cause it can get hairy.
0: I think a lot of people want to say, like, "Well, I'm the creative brain. I'm not necessarily the business or organized brain." But like we've said it before, and we'll say it again, you don't you don't get to opt that way if you are going to own your own agency or even like as an IC. You you do have to hold yourself accountable because you're taking hundreds of thousands of dollars, if not millions of dollars, into your possession. And it is ultimately not only your moral responsibility, but your fiscal responsibility, your fiduciary responsibility to your client to respect their hard-earned money with proper systems and communication. And when you don't have the right systems in place, you definitely are not communicating in a timely way. And when you don't have the right systems in place, I feel like it's this string that gets pulled And just unravels everything because you start to make excuses for everything else in your business not getting done. And even if those excuses are valid, there's still a way to solve them. And we, we have to address them. (laughs) Okay. So the next thing, once you have your master list and then you've categorized them so you can have client experience bucket, you can have finance bucket and that could include anything from. Today, I'm going to invoice all pending commissions. I'm going to send all itemized invoices to my clients. I'm going to send any pending final payment reminders. I'm going to apply payments. I'm going to review my p Like All of those fit into a financial bucket, right? You can see how these things can be categorized so that once you're in that brain space, you just keep moving. Because when it's disrupted, I'm sorry, I'm never going to come back to finances. That's never going to be my default. I'm going to go find some pretty imagery and do a social media post or something. That's more fun than reviewing my p But by categorizing these these things, you can really, at the end of the day, be like, man, I crushed that. I got so much done. And there's an ROI to sending invoices. Like, It's something that people forget. I don't want to say forget to do, but just like you're like, oh, I'll worry about that later. And then you can't worry about it later. You have bills. So you need to set clear goals that align with those categories. And that's kind of where I was getting to is like, maybe your goal for the day is five things. I want to send all pending commission invoices. I want to send any pending deposit itemized invoices or update anything. If you've, if someone's changed a room category or anything like that, making sure you're keeping on top of those updated invoices, sending any final payment reminders, reviewing your P and L. And really you could, you could create a financial like wish list and just pick your top five any day you're doing finances, because we didn't even get into like reviewing data of like average spend or anything like that, which should be done periodically in your business. So you know where you're at, but set clear goals for each day. It could be daily. It could be weekly. I think breaking things into days would be so much more helpful. Like call day, finance day, call day marketing day, tie up loose ends and audit day on Friday. Like that would be my week. If I could do it all over again, that's how I would pattern my week. And I would pick a different top three or top five priorities for each of those categories on those days. And then I would create a schedule. So I would time block and hold myself to that time because it's very easy to hold yourself to a meeting It is not very easy to hold yourself to getting a task done. But we've all had people over for dinner, right? And we've realized that we can clean our whole house in 30 minutes instead of the whole day that it took us when we had the whole day on Saturday. My house has never been cleaner in that 30 minutes that I I have someone coming over. So you know that productivity is possible in a pinch. But when you have the luxury of time, you don't always hold yourself to it. So to me, that's where I would be like, all right, in the next two hours, I am going to get these five invoices done. In the next two hours after that, I'm going to get these five invoices done or whatever your metric is. I know this is like very conceptual, but qualifying the specific goals and the schedule for the day will avoid that pile up at the end of the day where you're like, Man, I thought I was going to get so much done today and I got nothing done today. Like creating a checklist and again, we know emergencies happen, but on a normal day, you should be able to time block. And if you say my days are never normal, then there are other things that you need to change in your business that are are beyond the optimization of time. It goes further into are you automating your systems? Are you outsourcing anything and are you putting boundaries in place with your clients. And I would say those three things would have to come first realistically. All right. So now this is Robin's specialty. I am not good at this. And this is why Robin has this topic. (laughs)
1: I mean, I would say I'm decent at it, but once you have all that figured out, you need to figure out a way to minimize distractions. And honestly, there's so many like browser extensions and websites that you can start. If that is you, like the distraction thing, you can set things up. I have focus set statuses set on my iPhone. So like I will, anybody who's in my emergency contacts or my favorites list is able to reach me during the workday. Anybody who is not like spam callers or that I get, I'm like subscribed to probably every text messaging system because they promised me 25% off and then they text me nonstop and I never unsubscribe. I'm starting to go through and like slowly clean it out. But like things like that, I don't even, they don't show up as notifications on my phone until my work status is off or in, unless I'm like on my phone during the day, you know, taking lunch or whatever. So that has helped me because I know that about myself. I'm very easy to go down rabbit holes or like, get into the groove of Instagram. I mean, obviously it's a very addictive platform. So that was always tough for me. And I'm like, wow, I just wasted an hour and a half when I could have been doing anything else. So figuring out a way that works for you to minimize those distractions. I know some people will set up, well, time tracking. We talk about time tracking all the time too. Like when you're time tracking in Toggle or if you're using ClickUp or any sort of system like that to figure out your output for the day, I guess. That's one way to kind of keep the distractions to a minimum, but it's doing what you need to do. Some people are great at tuning things out. Some people aren't, and figuring out what works for you is really, really important. There are so many productivity tools out there as well that can help you with that. I used my calendar for everything when I was in my business. We didn't have a robust CRM at the time, so that was just like how I managed things. But having a really good CRM that allows you to like keep things organized, I think, is really important. And things like, I mean, ClickUp does. I want to say everything in the world. (laughs) So having like all of these tasks in one place, lists, emails, everything in one place, I think is really, really important because you need to be organized. And then hopefully if you have a CRM, you're able to automate tasks. If you have a project management system, you're able to automate tasks with that project management system most of the time, depending on its capabilities. So I think leaning on (laughs) technology to get you off of technology sometimes sounds so counterproductive, but it's helped me a lot.
0: You taught me to do this because like I said, I was totally an addict for... It was almost like the vanity play of it.
1: You're listening to this podcast. You're no stranger to the fact that I love organization. The reality is that organization isn't everyone's strong suit, but it's necessary to have a healthy business. Systems and automation is truly the only way to run a company as a solopreneur. That is why we use ClickUp, the all-in-one platform designed to revolutionize your workflow and take your small business to new heights. With ClickUp, you can say goodbye to scattered information, endless email chains, and missed deadlines. Streamline your tasks, projects, and client communication all in one place. ClickUp's intuitive interface and customizable features allow you to tailor the platform to fit your unique business needs. From project management to client collaboration, you'll have all the tools you need at your fingertips. With our growing team, this platform has been a game changer for the way that we run our internal operations. With ClickUp, Jen and I can assign tasks to the team members, track their progress, and keep everybody on the same page. On real-time updates and notifications, you'll never miss a beat. Stay ahead of deadlines with automated reminders and easily delegate responsibilities, freeing up your time to focus on what you do best, creating unforgettable travel experiences for your clients. Ready to revolutionize your travel business? Visit ClickUp.com using the affiliate link in our show notes and discover the power of streamlined productivity. Sign up for a free trial and see firsthand how ClickUp can transform your
0: workload and take your business to new heights. It was for the serotonin bump. Let's let's call it what it was. Like if I got a text, it was like someone needs me. If I got an email, someone needs me. Like I was chasing affirmation in the wrong place, and I'm like, I need a hobby. <laughs> I need to seek affirmation outside of work because I when. COVID happened, that was the most devastating thing to me possible. And I think a lot of people could relate to this when your identity lies within your business and then your business is decimated, like the grief that came with that. That's all I think about now is like, I need to find something else to fill my cup because if a recession happens, you just never know when life happens. Like you have to find things outside of work And that's, again, I just went on a tangent in my brain because I thought about like minimizing distractions and I'm like, you don't have to just do that when you're batching. You can do that when you're trying to have that personal space. What I would recommend for anyone is get a Google voice number and only give your Google voice number To your clients. Don't ever give them your personal number so that you know the distinct ring or text message tone that comes through when it is a client. Because otherwise, you're going to constantly be living on the edge of your seat, like waiting for your phone to ring and waiting for the worst news ever. And I just became so triggered by my phone that I I think it impacted my ability to socialize in general because I'm like, I don't want to be on my phone. I'm so burnt out by my phone. And when you put systems in place, whether it's a do not disturb, or you change the ringtone for clients by using it a third party source, or you have your all your work texts go to your email so that like you don't have to always be looking at your phone. It helps you compartmentalize your stress. And if you feel, Robin and I talk about this a lot. If you feel like stress does not manifest in your physical body, you're sorely mistaken. You're like very much overlooking important pieces of your life. And health is wealth, right? Like, so just protect yourself. And by optimizing your time, batching, compartmentalizing your stress, you're just going to feel better, like holistically. And I love that
1: about Google Voice, like having a Google Voice number for clients, because it does separate it. Like, I mean, honestly, there was a moment in time when I was booking travel where I was like, I need two phones. Like I need a phone for clients. I need a phone for me. But Google Voice is such a great thing. And I would put boundaries there. Like nobody needs to be texting me about their proposal. Like nobody needs that number until maybe two weeks prior to their departure. And that can go into my automated task list and travel joy to send them that number as they prepare for their trip. Should emergencies arise, there's clear expectations of like when to use this number versus when to reach out to your trusted DMC who's in location and can get you a much quicker, faster, efficient solution than I can most of the time. So Mm the setting those boundaries up and not just being like, slinging that number all over the place because you do have to protect the ability to access you. I think that also makes you like kind of more high dollar. It feels more high dollar to not, I mean, my lawyer is an on speed dial right now. I have to email her in order to get a response. So
0: yeah. In that same vein, taking breaks, I was the worst about like making a lunch and sitting right down in front of my computer. And I've recently tried to be like, no, If you have the phone number in place, that's going to make sure you're aware if it's an emergency. If you've put all of these things in place that are going to alert you in case of an emergency, a supplier emailing you back about a proposal is not an emergency. It can wait 25 minutes. I know you're excited about it because you love your job, which is an amazing thing. But I think of like little kids when they like don't know how to like not squeeze a pet. They're like, I love you so much. Like that cuteness aggression. I'm like, that's how I feel like a lot of people feel about your job. I love my job so much that I'm just going to squeeze it until it like has no breath. You have to give even your passions space to breathe. So take breaks, step away for lunch, maybe hold yourself accountable for going to lunch with a friend once a week. Even if that means you work 30 more minutes that day, because like in your mind, you still are just ingrained to work eight hours a day. Like whatever, we're not saying that whatever your metric for normal or fulfilled is, is bad. It can be good, but just hold yourself accountable. Go for a walk, get fresh air, stand in the sunshine and get vitamin D all of these things are going to make you more productive when you come back. Robin, you used, used to be like queen of a power nap. You would crush a power nap in like 15 minutes.
1: Yeah, I loved it. Just like closing my eyes for 20, 20 minutes or something, like setting an alarm. And I wouldn't even necessarily always fall asleep, but it was just like the process of like not looking at my computer or solving a problem right then and there. It, always, it made me feel very refreshed. And there's like a lot of studies about, midday naps and like 40 minutes is like the best time for your brain to just like soft reset. So taking breaks is super important. How yeah. many minutes? 40, I think. 40.
0: Okay. I mean, I think we can find 40 minutes. That's where I have really been bad to myself is like I have not moved my body as much. I'm going to hold myself accountable for this moving forward because I'm at an age where like you can't get away from it. Like you you can't make an excuse for it anymore. Like. I need to hold myself accountable for that once a day, wherever I can fit it in, because I guarantee that you're scrolling for a compilation of 40 minutes or you're, quote unquote, being busy toggling between tabs and forgetting like what you were doing. I just have a a struggle with attention. So, like, I'll toggle between tasks and be like, what am I actually doing? What am I looking for as I'm toggling between these tasks? Am I looking for something to trigger me and get distracted? Or can I make my list and chug through it? And I ultimately, the other night, I stayed up late because my brain just like was, you know, those nights where you're just like, I can't sleep until I, I get this out. So I just sat in up, and I dumped all my ad hoc tasks. And I've felt so much more grounded since then. And if I had just been doing that carryover task, like you were doing, prioritization every day, like must, do, should do, wish to do kind of thing. If I had been doing that every day and carrying it over. I don't feel like I would have gotten to the point where I would have had to do it at night. I would have just, that would have been how I closed my day and I could have just gone on, but I let it build up. And I think that's normal. That's going to happen every now and then. Like it happens to you too. But once you do it, you kind of reset and you're like, okay, let's get back on track. Just because you get off track doesn't mean you have to stay off track. You can get back on track. So to me, If I were a new advisor, all of these things I would set up in the beginning because it's it feels, I don't want to say it's impossible, it feels impossible to stop the way you are doing business and completely recalibrate and retrain yourself like, okay, let me start at zero and create this master task list. Now let me categorize my things. Now let me create my schedule. It's so hard to unlearn your habits. And if you haven't read Atomic Habits, you absolutely should. But it's so, it's so much harder to unlearn habits rather than to start fresh. So if you're new in your business, please do this now. If you're not new in your business and you feel like caught in the hamster wheel, I would say take a CEO day, force yourself to take a CEO day. You can, I promise you can afford it and block that time for no calls, no other tasks, but like essentially organizing your tasks. <laughs> and organizing your day, organizing your week, and holding yourself to a schedule moving forward that you want to adhere to so that you can feel more productive. That was a rant.
1: No, that wasn't a rant. That was a good rant. But yeah, my last piece of advice is to delegate or outsource the tasks that you don't require your direct involvement. And we are kind of talking in circles here a little bit, but we talked to Grace last week She was episode 46 all about like what tasks should be outsourced in your business. So that is an excellent episode. She's fabulous and very much from like the travel world. So she understands like all the tasks that go into running a travel business, but it frees you up so much having the ability to delegate or outsource to a trusted individual. Yes, that does take trust. Yes, it can be hard to not feel in control of certain things, but as somebody who is a control freak and is recovering. Because I mean, honestly, even this podcast, like it took a lot for me to be like, yeah, we need a podcast manager to manage this. But now I don't even think about our podcast. Like I show up, I record and then everything is just magically done for us for like a fee, but it's so it frees up so much of our, our brain space. So highly recommend delegating or outsourcing those tasks that you can And that do not require you because not everything requires you as much as our ego likes to pretend that it does. Not everything does. And then I think the last important thing to consider is that you need to evaluate your results. And at the end of each day or week or month or whatever that looks like for you, evaluate not only your progress towards the goals, but like, how does business feel? Like, how does your schedule feel? Did doing that, you know, a brain dump of tasks make you feel better, like, with Jen, with her ad hoc stuff, like putting timelines on things. Like, does this timeline feel possible? Like, does this project that feels so big need to be done this week? Or can we push it back? Like, I think there's not enough time. Do we as entrepreneurs take time to evaluate like this feels good or this doesn't feel good and we need to evaluate? Because I think, and Jen will hold me to this frequently, like if we want to launch on this date... But we haven't announced it. And now you're stressed and you're doing things last minute. Like, what if we just do it the next week? And it's like, wow, that was, that just was totally mind blowing to me. Like, yeah, let's do that. So I think taking the time to adjust your strategy, adjust your days accordingly is important. And just making sure that you're scheduling that time to do so.
0: Well, we manufacture a lot of our stress. Yeah. If your social media caption isn't ready today, Sure. Maybe you're missing out on landing on someone's feed. But if you had to handle an emergency for a client, or if you had to finalize a proposal that was a, you know, ended up being a $2,500 commission and a $1,500 planning fee or something like that. Like, okay. Well, you did it at a good, for a good reason. So I feel like what is manufactured stress? When you feel like there's stress weighing on your shoulders, it's, okay, is this from, the wish-to-do list or is this from the need-to-do list? And if it's from the need-to-do list, let's be action-oriented about it and find a solution. If it's from the wish-to-do list, maybe let's find another way of approaching this, whether it's outsourcing or simplifying So we recognize that putting these actions into practice is much easier said than done. It takes interrupting your normal habits and relearning a new way of organizing your day. However, we feel confident that you will find a sense of peace if you do find a way to make batching your norm.
1: Thank you for joining another episode of Talks. If you are loving our content, we would love and appreciate your support and feedback. So head on over to Apple Podcasts, hit subscribe so you never miss when an episode drops. And while you're there, please leave us a rating and review. We're sending you a long distance cheers because you just finished another episode of Talk.
0: If you loved what you heard, hit subscribe and head over to the show notes for any resources and a summary of this episode.
1: In the meantime, if you want more access to us, we are personally inviting you to join our Niche by Teak community, where we host live events, answer your questions, share destination masterclasses, and give you a front row seat to all the resources that we launch throughout the year.
0: Plus, what's better than being surrounded by like-minded advisors that are hyping you up to succeed each day? We think nothing.
1: Head over to www.teakhq.com backslash niche to join the community today.